Join me in welcoming okay. Pastor Andy. How are you tonight? Who is happy to be here tonight? Give somebody a high five and says, I'm happy. I'm ready. You know, I believe that God is in control. Amen. Amen. So if you agree, just let me hear it. Okay. I believe God has a good plan. Yes. I believe that God has a great future for all of us. But still, sometimes life is hard. It feels like we are pushing a big rock up the mountain. Mm. Who knows what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, why is that? Why is it sometimes so difficult? Couldn't God just tell us what to do and then everything would be fine? God chose something even better. He gave us freedom. Yes. Now, freedom is very difficult. It means we have to choose something good or something bad. We can do both. This is called freedom. We can follow God or we can follow our own desires. And both will lead somewhere. God has a good plan for us. Yes. And tonight I want to share a story from the Bible. And I believe it can really change the way we live. So please uh, just close your eyes for a moment. God, my heart is open. My ears are open. I want to learn tonight. I want to leave this place changed. I want you to encourage me. God, I also want you to challenge me. Because I want to follow you. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to talk about the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis 15. There was a, a man named Abraham and Sarai. Yes, God spoke to Abraham. Said Abraham, don't be afraid. I am your God, I will defend you. I will give you great reward. God says this not only to 
Abraham he says this to every one of us. Yes. Amen. Amen. To everyone. Because God has a good plan for your life. He wants to bless you. But like Abraham we have a problem. He was married. He had enough money. He had land. But something was still missing. He said to God, I don't have a son. I'm already old, but I don't have a son. Who will inherit my land? Who will carry my name? I have no son. And God looks at him. And God says, come with me. And he goes out in the night. Abraham, look at the sky. There are so many stars, you cannot count them. Your descendants will be like the stars. Yes. You cannot count. The, the greatest promise from God for the situation of Abraham. But nothing happens. He tells his wife, we're going to have a son. Actually, a lot. And Sarai says, oh, how I'm old. God promised. One year goes by. No son. Next year, no son. No son. Sarai says, I am getting older. And you're getting more tired. More difficult. And then she says, I have an idea. Why not we take God's promise into our own hands? And she calls her slave girl. And says, Abraham, have sex with the slave girl. And through her, we can have a family. Abraham had sex with the slave girl. And she got pregnant. You know, if we take God's promise in our own hands, we create a mess. This is what happened. Because Sarai and the slave girl, they got in a big fight. So much that the slave girl, she ran away. With the son inside of Abraham. So now, Abraham and Sarai had no slave girl. And also had no son. Bigger mess than before. So, you harvest what you sow. So think about, do not take God's promise into your own hands. God again, 
came to Abraham. And God says, I am God Almighty. Obey me and do what is right. I've seen what you have done. Do what is right. You will have ancestors. And then God does something really, really interesting. He gives Abraham a new name and calls him Abraham. And Sarah, he gave a new name to call her Sarah. So now God is saying, I am God of a second chance. You made a mistake. I still talk to you. Because I have a good plan for your life. Amen. Amen. This is the God I believe in. God said to Abraham, I will bless Sarah and give her a son. Kings of nations will come from her. But you know what Abraham did? He was laughing. Because he was very old. He says, God, I am 100 years old. 100 years. And my wife Sarah is 90 years old. You know, she's very old. I love you, God, but difficult, you know. You know what God answers? He answers in a question. Is there anything impossible for God? Yes. You are 100. Is that a problem for God? Does it need to be good? To be a miracle. A miracle is always extreme. God keeps his promises. And then guess what? Sarah, she got pregnant. And uh, the son was born, called Isaac. Isaac means God made me laugh. God keeps his promises. So, good. so just imagine, you know, you're 100 years old and you get your first baby. You waited 100 years for the miracle. How long have you waited for a miracle? Who has waited more than 100 years? Come on, I am very impatient. If something takes like two weeks, it's like, what? God? It takes a month, it's like, really God? I... Are you sleeping? He waited 100 years. Abraham got and the son is born. You know, 
Just imagine how you take care of this son. You, you like protect it. It's like there's a snake. You jump in front of the snake. Bite me, don't my son. I'm old. This is the promised son. And I, I eat all the rubbish, but I give the good food to my son. I'm about to die, but my son is a is a miracle of God. Mm. So he grows up, becomes a teenager. And God comes again to Abraham. And then something really, really strange happens. God says to Abraham, Take your son Isaac, the one you love, and kill him. Offer him. I do not know what Abraham went through. His son, God says, Now kill him. Offer him to me. Abraham was saying, Excuse me. This can't be true. This is the son that you promised. I waited so long. We even tried to have our own way. You cannot expect me to kill my son. You cannot expect me to kill your miracle. It's clearly your miracle, God. How can I kill your miracle? And my son. But Abraham, he knows that God is number one. So in this struggle, he decides to honor God above everything. I have seen that you put God on number one. And God says, I will bless you. I will bless you to be a blessing. Abraham called this place God provide. The story tells me that God is number one. How far will you go to show your loyalty? Somebody came to Jesus and said, I will follow you any place you go. And Jesus says, the foxes, they have holes to live in. The birds have nests. But the Son of Man has no place to rest his head. Jesus is saying, if you follow me, it will not be easy. You have to be, leave things behind that are comfortable to you. Because following me must be worth everything that you own. Must be worth everything that you want. 
another person said Jesus said to another person follow me but that person said Lord let me first go and bury my father how many times do we say oh Jesus yes but first let me do something more important Jesus said to him let the people who are dead bury their own dead you must go and tell about the kingdom of God Jesus says follow me this is more important than anything else honor your father and mother but above all honor God first Another man said to Jesus, I will follow you, but first let me go and say goodbye to my family. Yes, but first. I will do it, but first let me do something else. Let me tell you a story about my life. When I was uh, growing up, I had a great passion for music. I loved to listen to music. I would listen to music day and night. When my, my, my parents were sleeping, I put on the, the headphones and I would listen to music. I learned how to play instruments. I was always around music and dancing. When I got uh, 16, I got married. I had a band. I love the band. Love to make music. When I would go to work, I would think about melodies. When I was working, I think about lyrics and writing songs. Every three minutes, I would go and I would write down what came to my mind about lyrics. As soon as I got home, I went into the basement of my house, into my room and make music. My mom always complained, you always do music, you never are with the family. I said, Mom, it's my passion. I love music. This is what God has given me. And uh, with 17, I was in a band and we traveled around and had many concerts. Friday and Saturday night, we were playing in another city. And I enjoyed it so much. And I said, God, thank you for giving me this talent. And then we started the ICF church. And my pastor said, I want you to join as a volunteer. Yes, I can, but not Friday and Saturday because I am traveling playing music. My pastor encouraged me to give all of my life and my heart 
to the kingdom of God. And at one point he said, stop with the band. And I know it was God telling me, put God first. Music was number one. But not Jesus. So I said, Jesus, I want to put you number one in my life. I will offer music for you. And I remember I went on a Wednesday night to the, to the place where we practiced with the band. And I was ready to tell them, I will stop with the band I knew they were, would be very angry and because everything would fall apart. So I came and it was a special evening. Because our band manager was also there. And usually he's never there. But he's there and there was food and a big bottle of champagne. And he says, tonight we will celebrate. We got a three-year contract with Sony Music. And we can travel through Europe with, with other big bands. This was the big dream. This is what we've been working for. And that evening, I could not say I would quit. I went home and I said, God, can I not do this first and then in three years come back? I really said this to God. This is a chance of a lifetime. I will honor you with this. But in the same time, I knew in my heart what I really liked when people were clapping at the end of the song. When they would look at me and say, wow. wow. When they would come afterwards and say, can you sign an autograph? It was about me. And I said, Jesus, I want to let go. It took me a few weeks till I had the courage to tell the band. And only two people, they still talk to me. All the others, they're so angry at me. Still. Because I also destroyed their dream. But for me, I felt the price is worth Jesus. Jesus is worth it. The Bible says, I know what you do, that you are not hot or cold, but because you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. I want to be hot for Jesus. I want to be in the team of Jesus, whatever it takes. 
So try hard to do right and change your hearts and lives. Give your heart 100% to Jesus. You know what what is the Holy Spirit telling you what's in the way? What is the one thing that you love more? What is God asking you to offer? To let go. To put Jesus first. To have Jesus first. You have everything you need. Do you believe that? Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. God bless you.